Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. So, it's another week, it's the finals are all done, the trophies have been handed out. We are talking about the, let, let me get this right now, the greatest five-on-five flag league in the UK established in 2016 in Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a tight category to win, but I mean OFL have pulled it off. Congratulations to them! Yeah, it's they they are the best league established in 2016 in Northampton. By a guy whose first name's Jordan, so yeah, good good job. Congratulations. Good old Trumps won it again. So <laughs> let's start at the, at the the bottom in a way. It was the OFL Shield. Mm-hmm. So the first game, Northampton Phantoms against the Waltham Abbey Rattlesnakes. Yeah. The rattlesnakes turned up. Okay. They may have wished they hadn't, as the phantoms destroyed them forty-seven nil. I saw the nil in there at the first bit, and I thought it was just like a walkover win. You know, whilst maybe haven't turned that up. That would have been a one nil. Yeah. yeah. Then I saw the forty-seven afterwards and went, maybe they shouldn't have turned up. I mean, there's not ouch, much you can really say ouch, about that. Yeah, one. let's say that's an, that's a big oof. We did say that if the phantoms turn up with all their players then they will be fine and apparently they did I don't think they had all their players I don't think about that half squad size I think they had quite a lot of people who were sort of their main players I don't remember seeing their starting QB there yeah, like was he was there I saw a picture on Facebook he was there oh okay well if he was on Facebook it must be true oh yeah <laughs> no one ever lies on Facebook <laughs> I, will, I will make the a quick apology now that I wasn't there I, I was dying from man flu Laying in bed most of Saturday, still suffering with it now. Not as if anybody's ever going to give me any sympathy. And then, sure you are. On the other pitch, the other semi-final, it was the Raccoons versus the Northants Titans Prometheus. Hmm. They they don't need me there. It's fine. They won twenty six twelve. Yeah, I mean they haven't needed you there all year, so I guess it's kind of showing. You know, Luke Gamble stealing your job, stealing your club. Stealing your shoes, stealing your house—he's just taking all, all everything from you, really. I don't think I—I I think you should stick to podcasts now. <laughs> he's just, wow. they—they had a good—they had a good time out there. You know, twenty-six points is you know definitely good offensively. Looking at I think that's what? the highest they've scored without well in the last few weeks. So. You mean without me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, I, I would defend myself on that one. <laughs> in, the, in the OFL regular season bit, we had one win. And that's the week that I was there. <laughs> so I will take that as a, as a, you know. Or you. Okay, we lost the two other games that day, but, you know, we didn't care. That was, that was, that was us, yeah, that was, that was the first week. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was, was a long time ago now. So the final was looking at rugby versus North Ants. And from what I was told, it was a very, very close game. And on the final play, there was a Hail Mary for the Phantoms to make it 12-all. And then the extra point was basically like the last play of the game. And it was 13-12 to the Phantoms. One point difference. We can see a lot of that as well. A lot of one-score differences in this. This was probably the most in, like, intense final day from the entire outlaw. Not only because it was the playoffs, but the results were so... Other than, of course, no fans and the Rattlesnakes, but all the other games were very close, very sort of 
one or two scores and we're going to see that a lot for here. So. I mean, what else do you expect from the, the UK's greatest flag football five-on-five league established in Northampton in 2016? By a guy's first name is Jordan under the age of six under the age of six foot under the height of six foot under the age of six <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that's that's yeah, Phantoms congrats I guess yeah Phantoms win that one uh, let's I don't know what happened in the losers game between the oh, snakes yeah. rattlesnakes and Prometheus not, I, I don't think there's any sort of there's no records of it saying on that I mean there's nothing on the website and I mean, no one cares who came third. We care about first and second. That's oh, what we we'll care, care about. about third in a minute. Games are all done, I guess, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, no, there's no, there's no real recollection of sort of the other games that were played, only the well, the ones that were in the bracket for, to the final. But no, I got, I got nothing there. So, yeah. we'll skip that one out. We'll just go straight to the playoff plate. The Stanley Flashman plate. First up on the games was... Chichester Sharks. Say that, say that again. I can't. I can't even <laughs> say the first time. The Sharks. Chichester Sharks. Against the Bucks Wolves. Mm. Very, very, very close hmm? to the other scoreline. Oh, okay. On 47 0. <laughs> this was 46 6. Bucks Wolves actually scored on this one. Um, I mean, I don't think Neil Henderson's still playing quarterback. If he is, it's. He was. He was, it, he was there. He was had a really good receiver, I think, number 99. Caught so many. I think he four in that game, from what I heard. In terms of receivers, they had the um, that squirrely running back again, number twenty six. Oh. They had the full setup there, and they were an absolute force of nature. Henderson with his, I think he's the only real guy in flag wide that I've seen that takes a snap from about twelve yards back, and then you see him just really making progress, really pushing his momentum forward so forward that he's literally from twelve yards. He's throwing that ball still at the line of scrimmage. I mean, most blitzers are tired if they've had to run seven yards and then 12. And then another so, yeah, 12, yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's really <coughs> mastered that and it's definitely turned out well for them in that game. And yeah, a nice, healthy 46-6 win, really. I also, also, if you do blitz Neil Henderson, and I, I, I've talked about this a few times, I think, it's the weirdest thing because as you blitz him, he just stands there and smiles at you he's always had <laughs> he's always worn a gum shield and so he'll just yes, stand yes, there and smile, yeah. he'll stand there and smile at you as you're blitzing towards him and then throw the ball or, or make you miss or something but I it's must just, say yeah, unless you're our blitzer who just jumps and gets pump faked but now we'll talk about that game later I sense that's a personal thing now oh it's well, interesting we're on your game now it's the, it's the pandas versus the gators yeah that was Interesting game. Once again, it was one of those games that was very much like a shootout. A lot of we were, back and forth. We were pretty much two scores up most of the game. Yeah, we showed an early. There was it was essentially they scored, we scored, we stopped them, we scored again, managed to stop them, and then we sort of scored and we managed to keep that two score lead consistently. And they were, I mean, they're a hell of a team though. Oh, it was they, a really enjoyable game. They've got an offensive powerhouse in that. I, I so. may have believed that Dale wasn't playing. He was injured, I think. Dale, who normally covers the Welsh leagues for the, oh. for the podcast. I think so. he did he do commentary a couple of weeks ago. He yeah, was he doing did. the yes, managing. Yes, he was doing more of the sort of calling plays. Yeah, he was coaching. Imagine he had a lot of uh, strong calls there. I did feel sorry for their, their guy in the middle. Like if he wasn't if he wasn't blitzing, he was trying to cover. A wide area of the field. I think looking at Gators because they are such a great team. I would only say their defense left a lot in the middle. 
And I feel like I said this now, our way of beating them was just that, you know, as an offence, we sort of really like to exploit the weaker areas from the line of scrimmage. And we saw how much space they kept in the middle and they left it really difficult for their blitzer. That guy was in the middle. I think he got the MVP for that game and I do feel sorry for him. They kept a lot in the middle and something that they could possibly look to improve in in seasons going forward to possibly not leave that middle so exposed because it definitely paid the price for them as we had our uh, wide receiver Mason just running the posts or running the hitches, just reading the game. And yeah, I feel like that was sort of the key factor really. They left too much in the middle and that's just, I don't know, I guess a critical evaluation of their defence, I guess. I mean, I think that's the problem with most defences. As soon as you blitz, that middle gap is just wide open. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is why in our first season, our centre was top scorer. In our second season, Luke played centre, top point scorer. Because as a quarterback, you've got all your like your receiver routes, your tight end routes, slot routes, whatever you want to do. You say our centre was basically just doing five and hook. Yeah, absolutely. The whole season, and you just go, all it is is a dump off pass, and you just dump it off, nice simple pass, and then go, okay, they've gone five yeah. yards, ten yards. That's whatever. what we managed to do, but they just they it felt like they were kind of hugging the sideline so much that it was pretty much inviting the post. It was inviting that hook. It was inviting even like a little dig from a wide out guy into the middle. So, as a team that I think definitely showed a lot of character and a lot of fight, I do think that the space they left in the middle was definitely their demise in that game. I mean, I, that's, I'd have to say like, that's sort of me from a quarterback perspective <coughs> analysing what they had. We skipped out the the stats for the for the first bit. There wasn't many games to talk about. But how were the stats? How were the um, stats and predictions looking for the plate playoff quarterfinals? Those two games we've talked about so far. So it. Predicted that the Sharks would win and the Gators would win, so one out of two. So you've got a 50-50 record so far. So far, yeah. I think I remember there was a 50-50 judgment on this as well. When we sort of looked at these and went, who's going to win this, who's going to win that? I believe it was me and Frank being panels ourselves saying we reckon we had a good chance yeah, it, at it. It's, it's no, no one actually said that the the eventual winners of the plate would win it, except for when I went, oh yeah, stats say these guys. Oh yeah, so. well we won't spoil that yet, but yeah, I think... I think we all agreed the Sharks, and I think the Pandas were 50-50. And then as that progresses, of course, we'll see how our predictions went. But on the other side of the bracket is... It's Sheffield Vipers and your hometown again. It's the Lincoln Longhorns. Ah, see you later. <laughs> they went to a extra point throw-off, I think it was. 22-21 was the final score. Yeah, they were tied. Um, and then we've... I mean, what did the... It the was an overtime, wasn't it? That yeah. was an overtime. They were tied at the end of regulation at 21 all, and then it was like a, a one-point extra-point try each time. Yeah, it was, and it kept on going. It kind of mainly caused a bit of delays on the day, but, I mean, what can you do when the game goes to overtime? It was one of those fun ones. I think... Oh, I can't remember who was ref in that game, but they had a hell of a job. Uh, that was the... Sharks or something? No, no. it was the... Who was ref in it? Who was ref in Gators. Gwen Gators, oh, yes. so they would have finished from our, oh, yes, that was, those were the first games, yeah, and that was probably our game, that was probably how we beat them, they were so exhausted from refereeing, such an exhilarating, exciting game that it sort of took all the steam out of them, but it was, uh, yeah, very tight game, one point in it, and that's another game result that will be very interesting to see as we go on in the uh, Stanley Flashman plate because Vibers had a hell of a run. <coughs> well, the other game, 
Bedford, Blackhawks, and <laughs> Cheltenham Neptunes. Uh, who's got my This right? was a good game. Wow. We, we Hell of a game. game didn't we? Another shootout. 46. It was literally a shootout. Like, yeah. Whoever had the ball last was going to sort of win it. Your friend was there. He, he missed you. He was asking about you. Good old number 69. He didn't wear 69, number though. Number 17 this time. He was number 17. He was asking about you as well. Oh, know? okay. He missed you. Where were, like, he, was sort of, he was a bit sad, really. He, he scored I mean, t- 17 is, you know, that makes him slightly less of a dick. <laughs> His personality, uh, I'm sure, will make up for it, but I do, I do feel like we need wise, to, he went down. I do feel like we need to appreciate the other guys they have on their team because, like we say, they are a, a new team. They're still, they, you know, they only recently finished their affiliation process. And Blackhawks, I'd say, are one of the more veteran teams, one of the teams that I would say take this league more seriously than others yeah, do. Prem next season, they they got promoted in this season. Yeah, um, yeah. The uh, Neptunes kept it pretty much to a score, eight point difference, and. Yeah, fair. hats off to him. It was a hell of a game. A lot, very back and forth. A lot of big plays, sort of <laughs> mm. play drivers and things. It's enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it was. It was just a overall great game, and I've got to admit, the Neptunes are definitely looking like a real shining team going into Baffle after seeing their results. So I mean, there were a few questions going on in the league about them. You know, they had a few unlikely results that didn't go their way. But that was one of those that yeah, they lost. But to put thirty eight points up against a Premiership defense was. It was very impressive, <clears throat> and I remember us refereeing that game. And there were some serious plays, a lot of deep threats yeah, from both. A Russian touchdown from over the halfway line. Yeah, Russian touchdowns. Uh, Blackhawks kept to their idea of committing to these short to medium passes, and Neptune just sort of kept on running it deep to number seventeen most of the time. But I mean, what, if you've got him, what can you do? And I yeah, said before, was, he is a good player. I'll give him that. <laughs> But, I mean, the throws were absolutely there. And I don't think they... they didn't have their starting QB there. I mean, I feel bad because they're a bunch of good guys. He's, he's a lovely guy. He's a guy with an American accent. It's all I can... Um, what, Neptune's? Yeah. Yeah, 16... Replacement 69 was the QB. Yeah, but he... Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was a great QB, but he wasn't... Who I think is their starting QB. And if they did have that starting QB, he was an American guy. And it's, I hate that. I can't remember his name. I reckon they could have won that game if they had their full squad. But unfortunately, they go Blackhawks' way, which does go on to the semi-finals. Let's have a, let's have a quick look at the, the, uh, the predictions ones or your, your stats, guys. It did predict Vipers and Blackhawks. In the semi-finals, it's, yeah, it went dead on there. So the Pandas were the only surprise team in that. Which is a nice little feeling. So I'm talking of nice little feelings. I swear he's getting a nice little feeling every time he says that. <laughs> predictions <laughs> got it right. <laughs> Oh, every time Lord, the stat, he, yeah, every time the stats get it right. I mean, there's no video of this, but he did just dab as well, and it's just. Oh, so, if anybody else wants to do stats for for this podcast next season, we may be looking for a replacement. Yeah, can we make sure your DBS check though this time. Well, that might kick a few people out. <laughs> One of them currently in Scotland. Um, oh, how is Pod? <laughs> He's not here, so it's going quite well today, actually. I don't know if there's a connection. Semi-finals. Hmm. Sharks versus Pandas. Not quite the game you were hoping for. Once again, that offensive juggernaut came to show itself. The 12-yard you know, drop back from Henderson showed its you know, finesse. And our blitzer couldn't really do much for it. Um... He's yeah. He, he might just stand there, give you a little smile, but he does something that just makes him harder than most QBs to get. They and also got a touchdown off the throw off. Yeah, that made, yeah. Their, their number twenty six was a little bit too squirrely, and he got a touchdown from the throw off. Opening throw off first play, well first 
you know, action of the game and he took it all away. Boot for three of us. He was just, yeah. They, they were just a great team and they were a team that you can look back and think, yeah, you, you were just outplayed. You were just outclassed. You were just, you know, on the field. They were just a better team. And speaking of throw-offs, I'm going to go slightly off on to the uh, other sections. I think it was the Nottingham Bears. I don't know if anybody who follow them on Facebook. They, they posted a picture up of one of their players. Uh, it was actually an x-ray of his arm. And when he did the throw-off, he somehow injured his arm. There's now like a metal plate in there, I think, as well. I don't know how he did it or what's gone on. I mean... He probably hyperextended it. Used too much of his arm and not much of his body. Well, there, there's a that's, big metal bar in his arm now. That's it. That would be the QB analysis of it. He probably <coughs> hyperextended his arm. Used too much of his arm. It's just, just left it, to put it bluntly, McFucked. And now it's just, yeah, he's now got a nice metal plate in it. And unfortunately, there's no insurance in the NFL. <laughs> there's not? No, and no, I didn't, you know. Wow. There's no I Uber mean, insurance or anything, no. I mean, I could have sworn there was some sort of mention of insurance in the in the welcome pack and things. And I mean, but, I'm glad I didn't have to get a, a lift home off someone if they were in. <laughs> but regardless of that, Sharks in the final. Was that predicted? Did the stats yeah, prove right? it did predict that. There we go. So I yeah, guess it did predict the Sharks were going to beat the Gators. Yeah, well, they beat us. So they still got to the final. And then in the other semi-final, one-point game. I, I believe that that was happening at the same time as our game. So I can't really give any insight to it. But one point, Sheffield Vipers, Bedford Blackhawks, <coughs> one point. Just and it's, it's a Vipers win. I mean, again, mm. Vipers are a, I'm trying to think, I'm sure they're a premiership team. Well, I think Vipers have got two teams. They've got a premiership and a division one. Okay. And so I, I don't know if they brought in more of their premiership squad or more of their division one, whatever. But, you know, a win's a win, even if it is by one point. Um, Vipers Blackhawks prediction uh, Frank over to you if that said the Vipers so that said the Vipers were going to win that one in the final and I don't think there were any injuries there for anything insurance wise to cover speaking of insurance Frank what is the official statement of insurance on the Outlaw Flag League personal injuries death loss theft etc insurance is not provided as part of the injury it's hiring maker Highly recommended you purchase your private insurance. I mean, he does recommend the private insurance or life insurance in some cases. Death, did you say? <laughs> Death is not yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, uh, if I die at OFL. <laughs> is there a better way to die? I don't think so. If I die during the, the greatest UK flag football league established in Northampton in 2016, claiming the money back is not really going to be a high priority. <laughs> Oh, God. So, that leads us to the final, and what a game this was. We were refereeing it, the, the Sharks, I'm not even going to say it, but the Sharks versus the Vipers, and what a game it was. It was another game, one score. Vipers it was actually decided 33. on the extra point conversions. So, yeah. both teams had six, not five, sorry, my maths, had five touchdowns. Stats guy can't do math, that's brilliant. <laughs> However, every time the Shark went for two points, they never went for one point in the whole game there, I don't think. No, 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 the, the whole Whereas game. Whereas the Vipers, on all of their attempts, went for one point and got it half the time, so they won by three points. So, 
It was such a close game that came down to the extra points. Yeah, I, I would probably say that, yeah. In terms of touchdowns, they probably both scored the same amount of touchdowns. If not, there might have just been one. No, it was somewhere dead on. Dead on, the same amount of touchdowns. It was just the extra point differences. And, I mean, there was a, there's a, some, there, was, there was a cameraman there, and there's a, there was a one-handed catch. There was a lot. There were long runs. There was drama. I'd say there were ep- amazing fifth-down conversions. There was brilliant runs. It was, it was a complete package of a game. And I do want to see that picture of the one-handed grab. I saw it happen, and the guy got the picture dead on. So I'm guessing the Vipers cameraman must have it. But if it was the Vipers one, we can. We need to we need to reach out for it because it was I'll a hell of a catch. If it was the OFL guy, I'm not too sure who was doing that one, but they've been recording highlights throughout the entire <laughs> yeah they yeah season, and they've been posting them on YouTube. It was definitely a camera. It's definitely <coughs> just a picture. I wish there was a video, but I think because this game was alongside the other big final, I think the all, all spotlight was on that one, but it doesn't take anything away from that game. And it was another game that where the Raccoons final was the difference in that, one point difference. Between, yeah, it was a one point difference in ours. And there was only three point difference in this one. So two games which really came down to the wire. And it was another great finals day really for it all. But of course, that's the Stanley Flashman plate. I guess we've got to go to the big one now. It's the Outlaw Flag League Championship Playoffs. Um, probably sponsored by Nuola. Everything <laughs> else is nowadays. Uh, and, well, what would we... What did, well, we all had mixed opinions on what team was going to win this. Pod went smoke. I went smoke. You went smoke. I went smoke. No, someone went no, Titans. I, you... I, went, I went Revolution. You were the only one who said Titans. No, I said Revolution. That's what? right, you are the only <laughs> one who said you didn't say smoke. I definitely though. said smoke. Like... <laughs> Somebody didn't say smoke, but anyway, there were quite a few interesting mixes up with it. And the stats had a lot of interesting predictions with it as well. But I suppose we'll start off at the quarterfinals, I guess. It's Nuola's team. It's the Northern Longhorns against the London Smoke Flash. And, yeah, it was... What you'd expect. Yeah, 56-21. I mean, the way to look at it, Smoke and Flash are a premiership team combined with the Division 1 team a Division 1 team who did fairly well this season I think mm-hmm. against a Northern Longhorns team who started off their first ever game was week 1 of OFL so you know they, they haven't been together long they're all from different teams it's like a, a Northern All-Stars mm, it was yeah but yeah, yeah 56-21 to actually score against a smoke is always a bonus, I think, for most teams. I mean, the fact that they, they're in that championship playoff, like I said, as an all-star team, sometimes all-star teams don't gel and stuff like that. You see teams that sort of come up with, oh, yeah, with all these great players, but they just don't gel and they don't really work well together. But they're a team that have definitely done that. And yeah, they've lost to the smoke. But, I mean, they're smoke and flash. But, I mean, they are such a powerhouse of a team. It's that London side. So I don't think it takes anything away from the Longhorns, really. I mean, the... The interesting question now is, after OFL, what do the Longhorns do? Hmm. I mean, they've got players from different teams, so they've got Wigan, Cavaliers, other northern teams, I can't remember. But they've played really well together. Are they going to continue as a team? Is it going to be a new northern team? Hmm. Well, I'm sure that'll be something that we'll discuss later on when we talk about the differences between Baffer and Outlaw next year. Oh, he said the B word. Uh-oh, sorry. 
the po- oh, no, possibly you said no, uh, I'm not deleting this. Possibly the best league from a founded in whatever the early two thousands. I don't know when Baffle was founded. I mean, I, I, I can pretty much hear Jordan. You're, you're probably there when it was founded. <laughs> Sponsorship gone for next year. Jordan, Jordan <laughs> sat at home ripping up that check. <laughs> <coughs> he said he was uh, going to give me a bonus of at least five pound this season, and that's gone uh, now, thanks to you. Uh, sorry. I mean, I wasn't going to share any of it, but. <laughs> God. I mean, stat guy might get a percentage if you can do the maths for once. But <laughs> oh, the quarterfinal: uh, North Hans Titans Atlas. Coventry Cougars seniors. Hmm. Yeah, tight game. Very. Another overtime game. Another overtime game. Spoke to the Titans, another overtime game. So, a one point shootout, basically. 26 25. Cougars win. I mean, that, that must. I think we. Well, we didn't predict this one. The stats did. What did they put? They put that the Titans would win it. I mean, going into that game before. Before I think, I mean I haven't had a chance to listen to the episode, but I, I think there was a, a bit of a split on that one who was going to win against the Atlas and the scene, the Cougars. Yeah, I, you could see it going either way, and it, it definitely it, showed that it could go either way. <coughs> yeah, definitely. You know, this it was one of those games, I guess, where one little mistake or one little spot of luck made the difference, and I think the luck went in the Cougars' favour. I guess it was. But only, only just, I mean, they, they squeaked through. Another great game, though. Another great game, though, in these... In these ah, I said the wrong word. <laughs> in the, that's it, yeah. Sorry, Jordan, that's my check gone. The Outlaw finals, should I say. <laughs> I'd like to apologise <laughs> to Jordan uh, and everyone uh, else involved in um, Outlaw. Um, yeah, I've, I've ruined the name of it all. Don't worry. <laughs> So for next moving on yeah. <laughs> next season, I'm looking for a new stats guy and a new another host. I mean, I might even it's getting that bad. I might even have to bring try bring pod band. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Ex- well, We're all gone. Getting back from Scotland and see what he's doing. I mean, we had, at least we showed up to the Outlaw Game Days. Was that aimed at me though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. how, how much commentary did you do? Uh, I, well, exactly. I was playing. I was too busy playing. You know. Yeah, you only played one game, or two games, you lost the second one. Okay. We had three, three games, yeah, three, games. yeah. We actually, Every team got three games. Yeah, we're actually busy. In the plate and championship. Yeah, you, you know that if you were there. They played. Do you know why you got three <laughs> games? Because OFL is the greatest UK flag football league, <laughs> five on five, established in Northampton in 2016. That is a great they way to turn it around. So you played to find out your final positions. That is, yeah, that's a great way to turn around. So moving on then, in the other quarterfinals. Uh, Outlaw Flag Gunslingers, the homeboys, against Leighton Steam. So, I was talking, <coughs> I overheard or was talking to someone. Oh boy, yeah, this was a... You yeah, haven't heard so yet, have you? Oh, in no. one of the three games, I don't know which one it was, but the Leighton Steam QB was ejected um, for, I think he kicked the pylon and split it in half. He in, kicked it so <laughs> hard. Split the pylon I'll be honest, I did read something about this on Facebook, about pylons. And... Obviously, not being there, I had no idea what was going on. Well, there was no five or ten yard cones. Yeah, that was another on, thing that was On the championship pitches, because we had to borrow some on the plate pitches for from the Lincoln Longhorns. So yeah. basically, the, the, plate, the plate pitches, where the plate was being played, had a five and ten yard marker on it, as you would. The championship ones didn't, for whatever reasons, no, no matter... And I don't know, was that what got him so annoyed? I don't but, know. Uh, no, I think he was in a play in a game or something, and he... 
reacted either <clears throat> at the ejection or before the ejection in anger and smashed the pylon. I believe it was before the ejection, and he, he literally kicked this thing so hard. It split the whole split thing. Split in half. <coughs> and yeah, of course, ref went, well, no, we're not having that. And then ref called it for an ejection. And... But, but yeah, I mean, it's impressive. It's impressive that I want to see. I've heard rumor that maybe his third. I know it's definitely it's, second. Yeah, definitely second. I mean, it. I mean, it's it is what it is. But I'm I'm more I'm more impressed with the fact that he kicked it so damn hard <laughs> that it just split and just I could I don't know if it was like the little beanies that were in it just exploded out or anything. I mean, about like the foam. The foam like orange. The yeah, yeah. Tall yeah. Part of it like sand, like sand based one. Yeah, and he kicked that one so hard. He split it. That he fully split that one over. I believe that he went to draw and apologised and said, I'm going to buy him a new one and I'm sure he will. But I'm just more impressed. I'm, I'm not even like, I'm not shunning him or anything. I'm more impressed. <laughs> Are you hoping that's made it onto the RFL Highlights channel? Yeah, I'm oh, hoping to catch a really video good. of it. Yeah, or something. That was, I mean, I think that should be a competition now. How do you determine kickoff? How far you can kick a pylon? That could be a suggestion for next year's Outlaw. Definitely. I mean, if Jordan's still listening, <laughs> you may have like, just turned it all off going, I'll say, I'm never having these guys back again. <laughs> Definitely be pumped. Pylon punting competition. Okay, we'll, we'll move on to the, the <laughs> next year's rules in a minute. Let's try and get through this season's first. So, yeah, Gunslingers won that 24-19. So. And was that, yeah. pre- was that a predicted score yeah, as well? Predicted. Yeah, predicted win. So, last game of the quarterfinals, it's Warrington Revolution versus the Nottingham Bears. Uh, I've just been talking to Rich. Uh, I may have sneaked into the Wolverines training session and was talk- he didn't have his £10 for me, so I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> but it was yeah. an easy... Well, I'm going to say easy win. It was 33-6 to the Warrington Revolution. I don't think anyone predicted it to go the other way. <laughs> no. no I mean, I had a revolution. I predicted them to win it outright, so it kind of came around as I thought it would. Strong Warrington side against the best side, which are strong, but yeah, it it was what it was. Revolution got the W, and that goes to our semi-finals. So at the semi-finals was, I think, only the Atlas were the only team that didn't make the semi-final that we had predict- predicted. With Smoke and Flash, <coughs> and yeah, Titans Atlas, but it's instead the Cougars. And then Outlaw, Flag League, Outlaw, Flag, Gunslingers and the Warrington Revolution in the other semi-final. Well, the, uh, the Titans replacement, according to the stats, was the Cougars seniors. Yeah. And they didn't do very well against the Smoke. I'm not too sure if it was just a, a bad day or if it's just playing the Smoke, which is never a good thing. It was 27-7. That's a terrible panic. I don't know if that was playing with Smoke, like. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't even mean that one. That's, yeah. It's just like a natural thing, isn't it? Oh, it's just naturally punny. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, well, I think, well, when you look at the Smoke Flash, they're just, they are a complete team. And although the Cougar Seniors are definitely a strong team, who, you know, you definitely see in the semi-finals of this league, when you go up against a team like the Smoke or Flash, you do need a bit of luck, and I'm, it's just, yeah, there's no real... Only a few select teams can really beat the Smoke Flash. Well, see, it's, it's got like a, a trial for next season in the other league. Um, see, I can say the, the other league. The other league. That's how you get around this one. The other league. Because <laughs> um, I think the Cougars... Oh, Cougars have been promoted. They'll be playing... But see, this is where we're not too sure of who's going to be where in the divisions 
of of what of what the other, the other league of, of the other league and <laughs> in, in the Premiership League, I mean the Cougars could end up playing against teams like the Smoke. Yeah, cross conference, didn't they? Cross conference, yeah. Well, they've got Baker long... Street Button Hookers. Oh yeah, where were they this year? They, uh, just they did, didn't enter. They just didn't. Well, that's a shame. They won the second. They won it last year, didn't they? Yeah, I, uh, I did have it up a minute. I think ago. they won it last year. Two thousand and sixteen. Was, was Baker Street. Baker, oh, 2016 was. Oh, and then Titans Atlas. Titans oh. Atlas in 2017. 2018 was Cardiff. Is it four years already? This yeah, is yeah. fourth year. Wow, time flies. Well, Flash made it into that final and joining them in the other semi-final. Well, we had the Outlaw Flag League Gunslingers or the... I can't remember, I've got what they <laughs> South Flag. Midlands Outlaw Gunslingers was the, uh, the official name for them in the other league. Oh... In, yeah, because, okay. because they had to have a team location at the beginning. Um, is that a rule? It is a rule, apparently. Didn't know that. That's a bit. Mm, why would you? Why? Like, who cares? I think it's so people just know where you're, whereabouts you are. <laughs> they were South Midlands. That yeah, that helps. That yeah, really, that it, really it tees it down. Yeah. But yeah, so the uh, the smog, as they were abbreviated to, played the Warrington <laughs> Revolution. And it's another one of those games where it, it just sort of like it must have got away from the gunslingers. They lost thirty four eighteen. I mean stats predicted the other way around. So stats said got it wrong. smog. Yeah, uh, yeah, gunslinger. But it, you know it wasn't really a to to steal a phrase from the Scottish guys. It's not even close. It was thirty four eighteen, and that was the, the the gunslingers season over with. And we now move on to the final. I can see the final bit at the, at the right-hand side of the screen. I can't remember who won. You can't see the score. I, I think I called this was going to be the final. It's best defence versus the best offence in the regular season. Yeah, I called this as the final. I said revolution, and this is when you all said smoke. So, who won? So, at half-time, oh, revolution. Yes. Yeah, <coughs> revolution were up. Of course, we were there. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I believe there was an injury to one of the smoke players that meant... Another guy came in for him. I don't know. So I, I believe it was the QB's twin. I'm, I'm fairly adamant that he's got a twin brother because there's two guys on the London Smoke Flash that look exactly the same as each other. One of them is the QB. I'm fairly adamant they're twin twin brothers. Number seven and number five, I believe. Wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, and the QB's brother came on, and he's it was just an absolute. <clears throat> I don't know he just really did turn on the burners, and as you'll see in the final, it kind of went the right way from. 36-33 there. Uh, did it, did it, was it another overtime one or was it just... No, that was regular time. Just balling out yeah. and yeah, it was a hell of a game he, once again. He changed the game that much. He actually got MVP, I believe. Yeah, he did. Of For the, one half of football, that's not... Yeah, a, that, changed the game that much. They got MVP. They, yeah, Revolution, were, they were looking to win it. I asked for the score at half-time. I think they said they were like, not, Revolution were like nine points up or maybe even to a point of where it's two scores up. And they... I was there thinking, okay, Revolution forgot this. Then you know, there's nothing that they can really change to really impact the game. And then they, well, they made the change, and the guy ends up getting MVP. And it was a what three point game, another one score game. And I think we found out that out of all the finals we've had, Shield, Plate, and the Championship, I think there was only seven points between all three finals. Which is one of those ones. Why, why are they the best league and the best UK? Five on five flag football league established in Northampton <laughs> in 2016. If you're going to bring seven point difference across three finals, yeah, three games in the finals, that's that's a great little finish to the season. 
This has probably been the best. I, I mean, I've played in all of them, and I think this has been the best one so far. The things that have been added in, the games that have been added in, the competition, you know, we've had pylons kicked, we've had, you know, we've had these throw-off returns, we've had these fifth-down plays, QB runs, we've had a lot this year, had a lot of highlights, and it definitely culminated and ended on probably the perfect game, really. It was such a good game to really, well, we were reffing at the time, but we sort of, we, it was right behind us, and seeing how it was going, and seeing the reactions, it was just, yeah, it was an absolutely amazing game, really, and it was a perfect way to end on, really. So, congrats to the uh, Smoke and Flash. Did the stats say they were going to win it? Yep. And, of course, the stats said they were win it, so I believe that's all the stats predicted they got, winners. They predicted all the winners. I feel very happy about that. And Frank's got his little chub on again. And there's only two results that went the wrong way. Only two. Oh yeah, that's I guess so. Yeah, the, yeah. And so I guess the stats don't lie. I'm sure those those stats sheets are gonna go home and get laminated. Like yeah, that's if, if I don't. Oh, it's difficult. That is if they don't get stuck together when Frank goes home. Something is. If you see it BBC Sport or like one of the American programs, they have a league of who can predict the most. I think next season you have a league of who can predict the most. And what 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 would the winner get? Trophy. A, tr- a trophy. You, yeah, you, Cam Newbin on BBC Sport. You're just giving yourself. Um, yep. Yeah. Wow. So, would when they get to meet Jordan? You can, you can have a photo with Jordan. <laughs> you can have a photo with Jordan. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, I mean, Prediction wow. League is something we may look at next season. <laughs> a Pick'em League kind of thing. Yeah, but oh, that'd be a great next idea. season. Obviously, so the rule changes this year, the new one was the double down. Yes. Last season we had the... Did we have the QB run last year? Yes, because I, I scored one. Um, <laughs> we had the QB run and the bullet blitz. Yes. You remember the bullet blitz, don't you? Yes. This is the one that one of our, our Gareth Evans for the raccoons. I think what, it was Hannah blitzed from one yard away. You even called the blitz Yeah. in our game and said, watch out. Yeah, and and your quarterback, I don't know who it was at that point, threw the ball up into the air, and just gave it. Yeah, and gave it to Gareth, who ran the full length of the pitch for his first ever pick six. Yeah, and that was uh, yeah, that was because we we got an interception, and I said, take the knee, take the knee. He still kept running, and it was like, oh yeah, good job, good job. I was like, no, you just got tackled on the one yard line, as opposed to the five yard line, and he was just like, oh, and then yeah, that's how that all happened. But yeah, so that was another thing that was added in, which was... So the QB, QB I, run and the yeah, bullet blitz is a great little changed the game. <coughs> Made it more unique. So this year was the, the double down. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of talk about this one. And I think I, I will try and explain it for, the, for, for Jordan on this one. So the idea is, is that you can call double down. And if you call it, that's it. If you don't need it or you don't get it, then you've lost it. Mm. Yeah, that's how agree. we implemented it. That's how it was week, yeah. But then we got told, oh no, if you only, you, you, you lose, use it and use it and lose it. Yeah. Not, you call it and you lose it straight away. You have to physically use the fifth down before you can lose it. But, no, so what was supposed to happen this season, as I've been reading on Facebook today, Yeah, was uh, it was supposed to be a case of, if you call it, that's it, it's done. Yeah, for the so you have to use it Which the right I think moment. would have been better. Don't make more sense because otherwise you just used it really nearly. It didn't really show much value to it. I think a lot of teams did call it on almost every single drive. Yeah. If they didn't, and they go, oh, we've got first down anyway. We've, yeah. we've kept our double down, we're fine. So we need to make it clear that the moment <coughs> you say that you're going to use it, 
on a play. Firstly, you have to call it on fourth down. Make so yeah, you can only call that you can use your fifth down on your fourth down. Can we start calling it the spooky fifth down? And we can call it. We'll start calling it the spooky fifth down once October comes around. <laughs> and That's once you, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, but you know, outlaw doesn't isn't always in October. It's not always in October. Though. We were calling it spooky fifth down in August or some stuff like that. I was like, what's the point? But yeah, I think we need to make sure that a it's called on fourth down only, and if you call it, it's ticked off. Regardless of what happens, if you use it, happy days. If you don't use it, well, tough. Yeah, I think there's a lot of teams calling it, and so like the referees are saying you have to call it on third down. No, no that doesn't make Which, sense. It was something like you might as well just go. Yeah, you have to call it on first down if you don't use it. That's yeah. it's gone. Well, but well, let's put it this way: if you were to use your bullet blitz, once you've used it, regardless of the outcome of the play, that's it. It's gone. On that play, you could bullet blitz, and they pass it and they score a touchdown. It's not like, oh, well, we didn't get what we wanted from it. Can we just keep it? No, it's gone. Speaking of that, how many QB runs do you get in a half, Connor? How many QB runs? Oh, yeah, I actually used two once. How many did you use, I think, was in the Sharks game? Or was it the Blackhawks game? It was the Blackhawks game, which we won by one point. Yeah, how many did you use? Two. One of which was scored for a touchdown. And it was a game that we won by one point on the final play of the game, which I'm very happy about. So I think my QB run was quite irrelevant to that. <laughs> Regardless, that's another thing though, the QB run. If Dear you could... Jordan, I'd like to put a complaint to that. <laughs> I'm just talking on behalf of the Blackhawks here. Of how they were cheated. Oh no, cheated. you got penalised for it. Oh, okay. oh no, no, we got yeah, penalised yeah, yeah. for I, I it. No, 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 you didn't get away with it. No. He just forgot. But speaking of the QB run, that's another one where if you say use the QB run and you only make two yards, you still lose it regardless of how successful that play is. Make two yards? Alright, maybe, well, yeah. For I, I you, wish I could get that far. Yeah, but you get, what, you get what I'm saying. Even, it should have a risk to it. Yeah, definitely. That is implied with the bullet blitz and with the QB run of this whole, you can use it, but if you don't make effect from it, if you don't make it an effective call, then you need to be penalised for it. Otherwise, you're just going to be calling it every fourth down. So there are there is talk on Facebook that the double down may be scrapped this season. Mm, wow, what, but... Uh, I don't think it should be scrapped. I think it just needs to be more clarified. That, that was, it was either going to be scrapped or they're going to go, this is how it works. No, you don't get unlimited use and things like that. It's yeah. just one down and that's it. But then, if you carry on that conversation that apparently got deleted for, for lying on their face on the website, which isn't lies. They were saying about you, mean, you, you mean the lie that they are the best flag league in Northampton that was founded in 2016 that's the one <laughs> which I, you know, there's no lie about that but yeah there was people talking about other rules and one that did come up and I'll be like yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to claim this one no, I'll use this one is the force down <clears throat> punting throw off that'd be an interesting one so force down you can either go for it and then if you don't get the force down the ball is turned over at that spot yeah so you could be on your own five-yard line. You've had three plays, scrapped them all. It's your last play, and you think, you know what, we're going to go for it. If you don't get it, they start on your five. Yeah. But the other option is basically you can throw it as like a normal throw-off, and then they can return it to wherever. But then, again, if they drop three people back and go, right, we're going to return this one, and you fake it and then run a play. It, yeah, it makes the things difficult, and it would be hard to sort of announce. So I think the best way to go around that would be either... Make the pitches shorter, because then you're, because then essentially you're saying that you're only going to have three downs to make the same amount of distance that would take some teams four downs. So you might have to try and compensate by by maybe making the pitches shorter. Well, so how far is the the official distance? 
So the official is just not to try to shade distance, which is a whole football pitch. You said <coughs> 20 from... From the five-yard line to the halfway. I believe so, but that definitely wasn't... So maybe just cut that to, say, 15. Basically what I'm saying is try and, you know, look at the proportions of it and cut it down so that, you know, if you're going to try and get first down on three downs, it's a bit less to make. And I think with five people, it makes it a lot harder. Because if you think they're going to go for it, you can drop at least one person back and it just leaves such gaps in the pitch. But it, it's just going to... I would run it. I wouldn't even say that you have to say we're going to punt. No, you have the option to, but then, yeah. And then you could just have a guy in the backfield as like a safety. And then... Also, I don't want to be throwing punts. I want to be kicking. Well, no, because if you, if you get involved in kicking, then as the leg's coming up in a, in a non-contact game... With nobody wearing pads, if they go, I'm going to block this one, they take a foot to the face. There's no insurance. Uh, okay. Well, I think that should be, it shouldn't be a problem considering that there'll be the seven yard blitz would be in effect. You can use the word blitz if you want, but I wouldn't advise it. I and bear in mind, I think well from sounds of it, we've already had guys with plates in their arms. So I don't think insurance is a problem here unless you're getting out your own private insurance. I think punt, maybe punting in terms of kicking or throwing is a possibility. But you need to realise that in order to imply a punt, whether it be by kicking or throwing, you're saying that you want guys to make the same distance but only three downs. So maybe try and well, make... No, so you've still got four downs. Yeah. If you want, you can use your four Yeah, down. but then would you really want to risk it just or have the other team being wherever they might be? Is one of those that might need to be... rules of what if it goes straight out or what if it goes into the end zone? If it goes straight out from a kick, then it shouldn't be flagged. Or even if it's a throw. That's one thing that we can look at, but that's all looking at stuff on the <coughs> offensive side of the ball, and so, that could be something that could be done. But what about the defensive side of the ball? Nothing has really been, other than the bullet blitz, we haven't had much love for the defence. Because, yeah, you get a bullet blitz, but then that just leaves big holes in there. What could you have for a defence? Like a defensive six role. people for one play. Six people for one play, that's one thought. Six people, like on a big fourth down play, you're allowed to have a sixth person on the field. Any other ideas? See, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, <laughs> I wouldn't be a fan of that one. No? <laughs> There's not much more you could do with defence. Automatic pick. But I feel, I feel like defence could do with a little bit more love. Touchdown, like we call them an automatic pick. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I, that's, that is the problem. Defence is very much a shutdown-based thing. Send them the offence back five yards? Like Monopoly? No. <laughs> there's, there's, well, yeah, that's you could have some guys still yeah. on the side of the pitch with a dice. Going, <laughs> what have you rolled? I've rolled a five. Oh, you get an extra play. <laughs> I, know, I get that. Well, that's what I said, but it's, it's just that, okay, so you've got the QB run and you've got the double down. That's two offensive supporting plays in an already offensive-dominated league. You've got the bullet blitz, yes, but that's already shown some flaws in the sense that you can usually can tell where it's coming from and you can sort of react to it. There needs to be something where an offense can go, oh, shit, they've used this. Something that makes them, like, possibly the sixth person. That could be used in a few events. Just something that, I mean, if we knew, then we'd be on the management team of outlaw but what kind of defensive rules could we make just to show the defence some love I mean I'm a quarterback and I'm saying defence needs some love so it's I say I'm a quarterback and you I'm say you're a quarterback alright run it alright alright that's like a bit personal then I said that was very personal you say you're a quarterback <laughs> but no one else does <laughs> I think I had what I think I had what 20 something in like the mid 20s in touchdowns on about 5 picks with everything said and done I'd say that's quite right. And like five rushing touchdowns. I'm like the Lamar Jackson of Outlaw, really. <laughs> he just wants to run too often. Yeah, I do run too often. I mean, so you're saying then that yeah, the defence needs some love. As a yeah. quarterback, that's what you're saying. As a quarterback myself, no. 
I'm not, I don't care about defence. I don't mind playing it every now and again. Yeah, I'm saying that's, what, that's another thing that I do enjoy playing defence, but it's just sort of looking... I do remember seeing on one of those comments on a certain social media page claim about the claim that Outlaw is the best flag league founded in Northampton, which apparently there's another flag league that was founded in Northampton in 2016, which is better, which I've, I've never heard of. Well, we could yeah. take it to a vote and see what happens. <laughs> but apparently they were saying that, like, you know, they didn't like how the... F- how this kind of league, this is this is their words. I personally think it's great to have these rules in. They apparently it panders the offense a bit too much and gives the offense a you bit too much. Team name in there, didn't you? Sorry, you have to drop your your team name in there somewhere. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, even I've got the funds. But yeah, so what I'm saying is that perhaps next year I'd like to see maybe a defensive supportive little, you know, well I won't say a gimmick, but you know, uh, something that could give the defense some support that they can use once per half. Whether it be a sick man on the field or something like that, it's a difficult thing to implement for defense yeah. because a lot of it is just. I'm going to say something about it. It's almost like a look thing, and, and what happens? Offense is more planned out. Defense is more reactive. Yeah, it's going to be difficult to add in extra defensive things. I'm not too sure what you could do. The extra man is a possible, but well, well, what what makes you say no? To, the, to an extra man being on the field for one play per half in possibly the dire moments where it's fourth down and it might be five yards to go and you're thinking oh what are they going to do we need to make sure that they don't get this let's bring our sixth man on what's stopping you from thinking that's a good idea so, it's just one of those so offense can have six men too yeah but like I said offense have already got enough love as it is you can have the QB run and you can have your double down you can have them say oh, okay we're going to have six men on the field and you can say okay we're going to use our double down See, the way that I would do it is I would not add in something for the defence. I would take away the double down. And so I'd have QB run yeah. and bullet blitz. So we got, so instead of giving defence something to match the double down, you're just taking away the double down and just taking away the problem in the first place. See, this is one question we did have about the, the double down. Is if, as a defensive point of view, can you use your double down and take away one of their plays? That could be one way to use it. So you say they're on third down and you say we want them this to be their last play. Yeah, you basically say we're going to... Double down is not the right word on that point. Yeah. Steve. We're, we're going to use the, our defensive double down. Our, our down deduction. To, down deduction? Like so that. we're going to use our down deduction on their third down to make this their last play. Yeah. Or would but you, then what if they use the double down against the down reduction? Then it'll just go back to fourth down <laughs> and everyone loses everything. But that could be I got, something. I got lost in that bit, but yeah, that's. So basically, what we're saying is that so we've got this idea of a down deduction where a defense can say we want this to be their last play on third down. We want this their third down play to be their last play. Yeah. Unless they make the first down. With the offensive say, okay, we we'll use our double down. It cancels both. Out. Cancels both out and it goes back to fourth down. Yeah. That's something that you could do and something that you could look at, which not only well brings more Jordan purpose into. Yeah. He, and but like I said, that's another defensive idea. That could come around. So I would either say scrap double down or bring in double down, down deduction. Down deduction, we'll call it. Yeah, well, we'll go for that idea. <laughs> but on defensive side, and say they can take away one play. Yeah, that that's the way I think that that could work. I may I may send Jordan a message and that's something that could. Well, hopefully he's listened to this. <laughs> the question would be, when would you use it? Would you have to use it on second down in that case before their final down, or would you use it? We'd on have the third to call down? it before the plays started on third down. Yeah, so on, when they say it's third down, you say, okay, it's third down, we want 
the ball is spotted and you can just say double deduction. Down, down deduction, yeah. Whatever, we're going to call it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <coughs> but yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that's a good idea. So there we, go, there we go, Jordan. You've got that one. You've got... A sixth man. You've got... Punts. Punts. And another one, which I do think would be quite interesting. If he pulls this off, I'm committing to outlaw for the rest of my life until it ends, which hopefully it never you, does. You're not committed already? I am fully committed. If I'm not wearing a pair that's of pads and shorts. the other league. <laughs> if I'm not wearing a pa- pair of pads and helmet. But <clears throat> somehow get field goals into the game. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. That would be incredible. I don't know how he would do it, but if he somehow finds a way, I would tip my hat off to him and say that is absolutely amazing. Whether he, whether he commits this time from now to the next outlaw, somehow making or getting like mini mini field goal posts that you can say, okay, you can kick from here and you get three points, and you know seven yard blitz is still enabled and it's a live ball play. So if that blitzer blocks the ball, he can run it down to the other side of the field and just somehow bring in field goals. That would be amazing. We did trial this when we had a, a joint session. We had a Panthers and Raccoons yeah. and it was A Raccoons fun. trial session, we tried it. I mean, the posts weren't spectacular. It was just two <laughs> people with their arms in I was just thinking, is that, is that you're, like, you're going to have like two extra referees? <laughs> yeah. So you have like the refereeing crew. What are you doing? I'm head ref. I'll do line, line of scrimmage. What are you doing? I'll, I'll do shield goal. <laughs> you just need your, your backfield and your stats, man. Just stand and make the posts. Done. Well, all, the two that's what I'm saying. Play. If Jordan can find a way to somehow make... They don't have to be proper American football-sized goalposts. Maybe a smaller version because, of course, it's flag. And make somehow a field goalpost smaller than your average... To kick through, that would be absolutely incredible, and that would just the only disadvantage it. I can see on this is <laughs> something that kicked the ball in the face. Well, there's that. <laughs> but hold on, you've had a ball thrown in your face. True that, but we got a touchdown, so yeah. And if you get a ball to the face in this, you might be able to return it for a touchdown <laughs> if it's a live ball play. Yeah, there's the nothing that says before before he starts buying all these goalposts, <laughs> you, start, you start using players with their arms up. We've got Pod, who's six foot. <laughs> We've got Luke, who's not six foot. Which one do you go for? We're gonna go. No, we're gonna have Pod as our as our field goal. Yeah, but you wouldn't be making the field goals of your own team. It'd be the ref. No, that's what, no, but that's what I'm saying. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Jordan needs to find a way somehow make these things. Oh no, can New Orleans get into metal work? New Orleans sponsored field goals now. Okay, New Orleans sponsored. The world is sponsored goalposts. All you need to do is like just get like, I don't know, a basketball hoop and then throw some wings on it or something. And that's all you got to do. I think that would be absolutely incredible. It's kind of a winter project. This is going to be my winter project. If me and Jordan need to go to Northampton every weekend making goalposts, then I would definitely be down for that. So there, there we go. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's the, the OFL podcast over. That's my career as a podcaster over. That's, that's kind of kicked out as well. <laughs> that's all of us done. And so, yeah, we'll be back covering the other league when that's finished we've got Opal coverage um, hopefully we'll be doing OFL next season if Jordan doesn't kick me out <laughs> um, so finally thank you guys for coming uh, down here talking and well maybe yeah. not you Connor but oh <laughs> uh, you miss me I won't really. it was, it's been fun it's been it has fun been fun I'm looking forward to next season mm. listening to somebody else do it <laughs> so and lastly, thank you to Jordan for allowing us to... Well, allowing us. We were going to talk over it anyway. <laughs> but yeah, allowing us to be the official podcast of the greatest UK 5-on-5 flag football league established in Northampton in 2016. <laughs> and we will see you next year. Ah, thank you. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast. 
Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customized sportswear supplies. Oh, 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 o